When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. A lot to get to today. You want to start with the debate from last night? Uh, Sure. Uh, Fireworks at the fourth GOP primary debate. Yes. You had now down to four candidates. Vivek Ramaswamy, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, and Chris Christie. For some reason, Chris Christie. Yeah, for some reason, Chris Christie. Why is that? I I don't know. I I mean, I, I thought that last night. What's he doing? There's no chance. He's polling at like 2% or whatever. I mean, I guess you could make the argument, do any of these people really have a chance? Well, I don't know. And then you go back to, well, once there's maybe just one of them against Trump, you could make the argument they might have a chance. But the way it's looking right now with the polling, probably not. Well, there's not going to be any head-to-head debates. Not looking that way. Between Trump and any of them. No. No. But there were some, as they say, fireworks last night. Oh, yeah. Well, the question of the... Uh, gender ideology insanity came up. Uh, this was a great moment for Ron DeSantis, who seems to have had a pretty good night. I uh, thought so. I overall. thought this was the best DeSantis was so far in these debates. I agree. L- looking a little bit more comfortable, a little less scripted um, yes. up there. Uh, so Chris Christie was trying to defend the idea of keeping the government uninvolved in things like sex changes for children. Right. Parents are going to make decisions that we disagree with. But the minute you start to take those rights away from parents, you don't know that slippery slope, what rights are going to be taken away next, and what's going to be taken away. As a parent, you do not have the right to abuse your kids. This is cutting off their genitals. This is mutilating these minors. These are irreversible procedures. Uh, And this is something that other countries in Europe, like Sweden, once they started doing it, they saw it did incalculable damage. They've shut it down. Time out for a second. And that was, at least as I was watching it, I was like, wow, that's one of his best moments so far. Yeah. He just totally wasted that guy. I signed legislation in Florida banning the mutilation of minors because it is wrong. We cannot allow this to happen in this country. And and I know Chris disagrees with me, and I think he has an honest position. Uh, Nikki disagrees with me. She opposes the bill that we did to ban that. She said law shouldn't get involved with it. You said the law shouldn't get involved with it. She also, though, I think, and this is flows from what she did as governor of South Carolina, you know, they had a bill to try to say that men shouldn't go into girls' bathrooms. And she killed that bill, and she bragged that she killed that bill. Even to this day, she bragged that. I don't think men should be going into little girls' bathrooms. I think it's wrong, and I think we have every right to protect them from that. Yeah, then there was the back and forth from there. It was good. Isn't it crazy that, that in popular culture right now the statement i don't think men should be going into little girls bathrooms is controversial i thought the exact same thing yes 
it shows you how far it's fallen in 10 years' time. Oh, and parents don't have the right to mutilate their children. <laughs> we have to say that. Yes. Yes. God. And then you get back to, yeah, because the crazy far left has totally taken control of all of these institutions. It's absolutely nuts. So that was a good moment. What was the other clip you wanted to get to, David? Oh, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, who's an interesting uh, character study to me because, I, you know, as I'm watching some of the reaction, if you like Vivek, you thought he had a great night. Yeah. If you don't like him, you thought, man, that guy is really annoying and obnoxious, no matter yeah, it's, what. It's weird. I think, are all three of us in the same boat with Vivek? Because I'm not sure. Because... I, it's not like I'm a huge fan, but I'm glad he's there because he makes it interesting. He brings up great points, but he does seem to go back and forth on some things. Yeah, there's a oh, couple yeah. of times I was like, just knock it off. Just shut up. Yeah, you were all in on Vivek early on. I was, on. but the more he's just this annoying little gnat now just buzzing around your ear. Get away. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't enjoy any of the antics yeah, last oh, night? it was fun, but holding up the sign and all that. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I'm just glad it's there. I mean, it, it was it the entertainment value I'll give you. Okay. okay? There, I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. Okay. Uh, so he, he went back. Nikki Haley has whipped him relentlessly in the, in the previous debates, and so he decided he was going to start yapping back. Uh, to her last night, and this was one of the breakout moments, you could say. Yes. Foreign policy experience is not the same as foreign policy wisdom. I want everybody at home to know that I was the first person to say we need a reasonable peace deal in Ukraine. Now a lot of the neocons are quietly coming along to that position, with the exceptions of Nikki Haley and Joe Biden, who still support this, what I believe is pointless war in Ukraine. And I think those with foreign policy experience, one thing that Joe Biden and Nikki Haley have in common, is that neither of them could even state for you three provinces in eastern Ukraine that they want to send our troops to actually fight for. Look at that. This is what I want people to understand. These people have, I mean, she has no idea what the hell the names of those provinces are, but she wants to send our sons and daughters and our troops and our military equipment to go fight it. All right, hold on a second before we get to the next part of that. If you happen to not see it, the look on Nikki Haley's face was not a good look for her. Oh, it was the, oh boy. It was deer in the headlights, like, oh, uh -oh. crap. Yeah, I'm in trouble. Uh-oh. Yeah, I, I just took a shot, and I, my knees are wobbling at the moment. That's the way it looked to me anyway. So reject this myth that they've been selling you, that somebody had a cup of coffee stint at the U.N. and then makes eight million bucks after, has real foreign policy experience. It takes an outsider to see this through. Look at the blank expression. She doesn't know the names of the provinces that she wants to actually fight for. And there's a puppet master's right there. The donors. Yeah. The donors right there that are playing Enough. about the puppet okay, master. Hold on, hold on. All right. I was kind of surprised that they went to Chris Christie right after that to say, all right, you want to respond to that, Chris? It's like, well, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Nikki Haley was just put on the hot seat. So like several yes. minutes later, she does try to get a word in edgewise. Okay. Yeah, technically, yeah, Crimea is a wrong answer. <laughs> Man, oh, man. And then with Vivek, and we can get to more of this later because there's other things to get to. With the <laughs> go get a meal and get the hell out of this race. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah, man. Got a fat joke in without saying fat. Oh, or, yeah. dude. Yeah, so more of that a little bit later on. Um, you know, there's something going on right now at the southern border, and it's been going on for two and a half years. What's going on? What do you mean? 
illegal aliens are oh, pouring through part. the country. That part. Okay. Yes. And yes. fentanyl. And yeah. I mean, yeah. we right. all know this. Right. Right. Um, I want to play this clip for you real quick. Um, <laughs> John Kirby is asked about this. Right. And we can get to the Kirby a little bit later. With Mayorkas, Homeland Security. This was part of the conversation he had on CNN, talking about things that Republicans want to do to secure the border. And his answer to it is unbelievable. Listen to this. You know, restart construction on the border wall, increase the number of Border Patrol agents, limit asylum, narrow the president's parole powers. Why is that unpalatable to the administration? I would say two things. One, we've presented um, uh, proposals uh, that address the situation, that provide real practical solutions, and also... Hold on. Can anyone name any of those yeah. solutions to real problems? I mean, that that's where you throw a flag on the play if you're the interviewer and say, okay, well, wait a minute, can you, before you go on, can you name those specifics? And all it is is, well, more money for more agents to come in and process people as they're coming through. It's not to secure the border. It's absolute nonsense. And then listen to this. And also uh, do not do violence to our fundamental values. We are a country of refuge. We do have asylum laws. We do have mm-hmm. refugee laws. We, um, we abide by our international obligations that are longstanding. What? And so that is my what? response to that. Some of the uh, proposals are, are reasonable and worthy of discussion. Okay. Others are frankly not. Your director of Homeland Security, not anything international in this what? Uh, do not do violence to our fundamental values. What does that mean? Securing the border is violence? That's what it means? Violence. to It's assaulting the Statue of Liberty or something. Oh, my goodness. Seriously, man. This guy can't get yeah. out of this job quick enough. I mean, he should never have been there to begin with. He's an activist. He lies constantly. He should be impeached. It's disgusting. Yeah, nobody from this administration has been thrown out. Nobody. Well, no, it doesn't happen. I mean, nobody does. Well, Usually and, by now, it's like a 40% turnover already. Yes. And some people are saying, you know what? Uh, John Kirby, the Biden spokesperson, is basically saying Joe Biden can't do his job. And what do they mean by that? It was this back and forth with Kirby about the border. Um, so we heard the FBI director yesterday testify that he sees flashing lights everywhere related to terrorism. Um, what's the level of concern of the president about who's walking across our southern border with those 1.7 million gotaways of the past three fiscal years? The president is always concerned about threats to the safety and security of the American people, whether those threats uh, come uh, from uh, from the southern border area or from, from elsewhere uh, around the world, in particular threats to Americans that are living overseas. It's always on his mind. It's always on his mind. What has he done with the border then? It's specifically about the southern border, though, so then why not cut that flow, stop that flow? As as the president said, uh, he's all about border security. Um, And that's why he added money in the supplemental to increase border security, including some 1,300 additional Border Patrol agents. Um, and, uh, and again, more asylum officers, more resources uh, to crack down on fentanyl coming across that border. Um, he believes strongly in border security. No, he doesn't. The guy just lies. Sometimes, Scott, you will just erupt off air and say, all these people do is lie what they every do. day. It's become just common when they, when they move, their lips are moving, they're yes. lying. Yes. It is. It, 
It's disgusting. And they just keep pounding the lie over and over again. Yes. By the way, speaking of lying, as we all heard Biden lie yesterday when he was asked about getting paid from his son and having contact with his son's business associates, and he's like, those are lies. He just flat out lied because there's proof of it. Yeah. And we asked yesterday, is anybody going to cover it? Is that going to be on NBC or ABC everywhere else? I didn't see it anywhere. Nope. David? Uh, No, I have not seen anything on that. Big surprise. One of the biggest political scandals of our lifetime, and legacy media ignores it. But that's where we are. Now, you had another clip to get to, David. Um, I haven't heard this yet, and this is about Trump. Yeah, comedian Bill Burr was on Jimmy Kimmel's show. Mm-hmm. And called Jimmy an idiot to his face while talking about politics. Oh, this is fantastic. Liberals are so <laughs> stupid the way that they handle Trump. What you do know? you mean? You should shut up. He's <laughs> a narcissist. Neutral energy. Yeah. You no think Trump. You think he'd go away? If you know what I think stopped? he was? I think he was a one-hit wonder. Uh-huh. Right? He wrote the twist. Uh-huh. And then that was it. He was on the casino circuit, and then you yeah. idiot liberals wrote him twist again when yeah. you indicted him. And yeah. now he's a martyr. And now he's, he's coming back, Jimmy. The peppermint twist. He's, he's back, coming yeah. back. <laughs> it's going to be great for comedy. He's coming back. <laughs> I, I can't believe like these are honestly going to be our two choices because I, I really try to with each thing to try to be like figure out who I'm going to put. I mean, it's got to be. I want somebody in their 40s, somebody that's going to have to live with their decisions. I don't want like you know, with any luck, with any luck, they'll both die of natural causes <laughs> before the election, and maybe you could get somebody that still has something to live for. Yeah, that's the big controversial part of what he said. Oh, they die. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah right. The guy's knocking on the door right now. <laughs> right. Yep. He's about to get locked up alongside the QAnon shaman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sharing a cell. Oh, gosh. Yeah, a lot to get to today. Um, you know, we've talked before about discipline in schools. Well, before you just discipline someone, you got to take in, you know, into consideration their race, their gender identity. Said who? The answer to that, straight ahead. triggers are everywhere from dust mites pet dander and pollen to smog and smoke an asthma attack can strike anywhere anytime be prepared with quick acting primatine mist clinically proven to open airways quickly it's the number one fda approved asthma inhaler available over the counter primatine mist breathe easy again use as directed Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wines and beers all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so, so many gifts to explore when you go, go to Total Wine and more. Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa. Price so amazingly low, low, low. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly, B21. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money the same day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to a thousand bucks. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money. Listen, I would be cray. 
<laughs> Appointments go fast. Book yours now at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. What was a local Portland story is now a national story, and it has to do with the teacher strike that's over now. Lasted quite a while. Um, and there's some new things in the new contract. Um, now the teachers will take gender identity and race into account before disciplining students. Okay? The requirement appears in this collective bargaining agreement between the Portland Public Schools and its unionized teachers. So when a student engages in continuous disruptive behavior, Mm -hmm. that's what it's called, school officials must develop a, quote, support plan for the student that must take into consideration the impact of issues related to the student's trauma, race, gender identity, presentation, sexual orientation, and restorative justice as appropriate for the student. What? You're scratching your head. What does all of that mean? Yeah. The policy also prohibits suspending a student who threatens or harms other people. You can't suspend them. Yeah. I'm sure that Students may now only be removed from their classroom and then sent to a, quote, self-regulation space within the school. (laughs) (laughs) These stupid terminologies and words and... What it was the last uh, one was self what self regulation space self regulation space yes back in my day they called that in school suspension yeah correct you'd sit in a small room by yourself just be able contemplate to contemplate what you've done young man yes okay well is, when you were talking about the terms yeah well the agreement has replaced the term unacceptable like describing student behavior yeah with continuous disruptive behavior it's not unacceptable we no, don't man. want anybody to have their feelings hurt no, you're threatening people and right you know whatever destroying school property or other people's personal property no no it's not unacceptable anymore uh, something else we can't say behavior correction plans that's too offensive we're going to say support plans there you go <laughs> you know there are times i'm not happy i'm the oldest guy on this show necessarily but the other times are like i'll be long dead before these morons who are in this education system right now are going to be able to conduct themselves over my life lord over me some way oh no yeah. no no i mean somebody in high school right now is going to be the well, one no, who no. decides to pull the plug on you so <laughs> and you know i'll it'll probably be sweet relief at that point David. right not only that i don't know if you knew the teachers there they're going to get a pay raise of about 14% over three years. Oh, there to you teach go. this garbage. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Very good. Uh, not a surprise to anybody. The 2023 Time Magazine Person of the Year is... Swifty. Yep. Taylor Swift. Did you, yes. Did you see Sarah or Sarah Rao 
this lady who who does the uh, show yeah. about uh, uh, basically white women pay her to tell them that they're racist. Okay. And she said it's like white nonsense and yeah, that she something. could solve the Israel-Hamas war with one Instagram post. <laughs> yeah, right. Taylor Swift could. Oh, more on that later. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Okay. Biggest story today, David, if there's one. Well, it's the realization that Taylor Swift could, <laughs> you know, usher in a new peace agreement in the Middle East with, with one, one Instagram post. Or Instagram wow. Yeah. I, you know, we were talking about this yesterday. I could make the argument she is more powerful than Kamala Harris as far as influence goes. But, man, that's saying something. Mm -hmm. As far as peace in the Middle East. Wow. Um, okay. She's what other big boy. stories are out there? You got the border. Yeah. Oh, there's something else, man. Um, the backlash of those elite universities and their presidents going before Congress talking about anti-Semitism. Mm -hmm. Oh, the backpedaling. Someone's going to sprain an ankle. <laughs> we'll get to that. And a round of What's Your Story straight ahead. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Well, uh, it's being reported now. I uh, saw this on CNBC, but other places have had it now, that uh, New Mexico's attorney general has filed a civil suit against Meta and Mark Zuckerberg. Oh. Uh, you know, talking about Facebook and Instagram. Because they were prime platforms for child sex trafficking and the sharing of sexually explicit materials depicting children. Wow. Uh, so Facebook and Instagram created prime locations for sexual predators that enabled child sexual abuse, solicitation, and trafficking, according to the lawsuit filed by New Mexico's attorney general. Uh, the suit was brought after an undercover investigation revealed a bunch of instances of sexually explicit content being served to minors, child sexual coercion, or the sale of child sexual abuse material. Uh, that's according to Raul Torres, again, the Attorney General of the state of New Mexico. Uh, it is 10 times more prevalent on Facebook and Instagram as compared to the pornography site Pornhub. Oh my goodness. And that's adult crazy. content platforms only fans. So you are more likely to be able to access and sell and buy and trade exploitative pornography or pornographic images and videos of children on Facebook and Instagram than you are on a dirtbag site like Pornhub. Dude, that's jaw-dropping, man. Yeah. Now, And all I can think of in the moment, and tell me if I'm wrong on this, my memory... Twitter was horrible with this before Musk bought it. Yes. And that was one of the first things that he wanted to do was clean that part up. Yeah. Right. Because Weird Beard before him wouldn't do it. Uh, no. Wow. Now, uh, Elon Musk has weighed in. I bet. Saying, why no advertiser boycott, Bob Iger? You're endorsing <laughs> exactly. this material. See? That, that's perfect. Because yes. I thought the exact same thing. Good for him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because Disney, Walmart, others. Yeah have boycotted advertising on X, Twitter, uh, because of uh, they don't like Elon Musk. 
because they say Elon Musk endorsed something that was anti-Semitic, and therefore they don't want to be associated with endorsing that material. But kitty porn, right. that's right. fine, according to Walmart, according to Disney, according to all of these other corporations that are trying to bankrupt Twitter. Right. Damn, that's smoking hot, too. Man, I love that one. That is good He's for him. He's absolutely right. Yes. Iger's got no problem with that one. Speaking of anti-Semitism, so it was a couple of days you had these university presidents in Capitol Hill. Yep. It was Harvard. Well, it was also UPenn. Yes. UPenn. Liz McGill, the president. Yeah. Lee Stefanik, the Republican, um, with the questions. And we didn't have a chance to get to this back and forth. Uh, and there, there's a new part to this story, but this is how it went. Ms. McGill, at Penn, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's rules or code of conduct? Yes or no? This should be easy. It really should. If the speech turns into conduct, it can be harassment. Yes. I, I am asking specifically calling for the genocide of Jews, does that constitute bullying or harassment? If it is directed and severe or pervasive, it is harassment. So the answer is yes. It is a context-dependent decision, Congresswoman. Oh, it's a context- Context-dependent. Think wow. about that for a second. And listen to the way this goes. It's a context-dependent decision. That's your testimony today. Calling for the genocide of Jews is depending upon the context. That is not bullying or harassment. This is the easiest question to answer yes, Ms. McGill. Hmm. So is your if testimony it, that it, you will not answer yes? If it uh, is, if the, yes speech or becomes, no. if the speech becomes conduct, it can be harassment. Yes. Conduct meaning committing the act of genocide? The speech is not harassment? This is unacceptable, Ms. McGill. I'm going to give you one more opportunity for the world to see your answer. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's code of conduct when it comes to bullying and harassment? Yes or no? It can be harassment. The answer is yes. Wow. She wouldn't do it. Now, you had a lot of big donors saying, what is wrong with you? You need to step down. Oh, yeah. You need to be fired. Are you joking yeah. me right now? So... All of a sudden, Liz McGill, the president of UPenn, walks that back. Oh, yeah. Do you guys want to give a letter grade on this walk back? If oh, you want sure. to do that? Well, she's reading it, you, it you, and you can tell because her eyes are diverting from to wherever it's well, being. She's looking below the camera. Right, yes. She's reading the script. She's reading it, yeah. There's no doubt about it. Uh, the excuse, depending on your sense of humor, is somewhat comical. It is. There was a moment during yesterday's national hearing on anti-Semitism Start again. Make sure to get it. Okay. When I was asked if a call for the genocide of Jewish people on our campus would violate our policies. In that moment, I was focused on our university's longstanding policies mm -hmm. aligned with the U.S. Constitution, oh, which say that speech alone is not punishable. I was not focused on, but I should have been. The irrefutable fact that a call for genocide of Jewish people is a call for some of the most terrible violence human beings can perpetrate. So what you're saying is, as the president of this prestigious university, I mean, got to be one of the smartest people in the nation, 
you can't stay in the moment to answer a question because your focus is somewhere else. You can't a- answer a basic question. Mm-hmm. Are you seriously? You know what that means? Fired! Yes, yeah. you got to be fired. Oh, I, gosh, yeah. I think they are kind of surprised at the widespread and bipartisan backlash to this because they thought they would have backup, and initially they did. Did you see the New York Times headline about this hearing? I did not. Republicans try to put Harvard, MIT, and Penn on the defensive about anti-Semitism. Try to? It, well, it also wasn't just Republicans. No. I mean, they're, after, the, after the debacle with Harvard, uh, two, uh, uh, two uh, Democrat representatives out of uh, Massachusetts, uh, Seth Moulton and um, Jake Auchincloss. That's Auchincloss <laughs> sauce, according to... Joe Biden. Uh, yeah, Joe Biden. But, yeah, they, they just said, whoa, 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 this, this is unacceptable that you can't just condemn calls for genocide on campus. That's, this is ridiculous. The White House even had enough, I guess, common sense to say, no, this is it should go without saying that. that yeah. Yeah. If you have some sort of code of conduct at a university and you have people calling for genocide of any group that that should probably violate that code of conduct. That's the depravity of the universities. It just shows you. It is absolutely insane. All right, I know we got to move on. It's that time of the show. Go around the table may not be the biggest story you saw today, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? This is just a crazy story. The son of a Hollywood executive has been arrested after he tossed body parts into a dumpster in Encino, he was, cha- he was charged this week with three counts of murder in connection with the disappearance of his wife and in-laws. Jeez, man. Uh, the guy's name is uh, Samuel Bond Haskell. Um, so they're saying he killed his wife and her parents. Uh, now, the crazy part of this story is that he tried, well, the crazier, I guess, is that he tried to get day laborers to remove bags from the home. So the guy drives around and finds some people just looking for work outside of, I don't know, Home Depot or something, uh, offered him $500 to haul away some things for him. He said the bags were full of rocks, but they picked it up and they said, this isn't, these are not rocks. The, one of them told the cops it felt like meat. Yeah. And they knew exactly oh, what it was. Um, so they didn't take the assignment. And then he decided to go do it himself in broad daylight at a strip mall you know, just dumping the remains of these people. Um, He's been caught and arrested in this, in this horrible situation. That is terrible. Okay. Scott, for what's your story? What do you got? Well, it appears that Hamas terrorists are surrendering en masse, particularly an area called, I'll probably blow the name here. Khan Yunus, one of the terrorist government's latest strongholds. The latest advance has the IDF operating in southern Gaza, a move that has sparked outrage among fans who want Israel to stop short of destroying Hamas, but hide that desire behind, of course, humanitarian concerns. Now, here's the deal. Everybody that threw their hands up said, nope, we're done. Can't do it anymore. So they stripped them all down to their underwear, and they sat them all down in rows with their hands above their heads because they're going to be taken prisoner. The IDF did that with the the Hamas fighters so of course the pictures were taken and then sent out and they've got the usual suspects saying this is inhumane treatment blah 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 
And then you've got somebody, I thought this was one of the good moves. A guy named Emmanuel Miller said every single member and supporter from Hamas needs to see this picture of them all lined up, stripped of their underwear. Let their spirit be utterly broken. Let them surrender in droves and let this war end so the peaceful people in Israel and Gaza can simply live their lives. And now they're saying there's going to be more mass surrenders going on because once this happened, word starts to get out that we, we, we can't win, and they just throw their hands up. But this is a big deal. Wow. But okay. it does show them all lined up. And, and by the way, they're all lined up, and there's a lot of beer guts there. And these dudes are eating just fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> but they're, they, like the description. You know, they don't want to do it anymore. Right. Okay. Of course, it's going to be inhumane and awful and horrible because they made them strip to their underwear and sit down. Oh, whatever. I know, exactly. You, okay. know, that, you know it's coming, yes, right? Of you know it is. it is. Yes. But that's good news, by the way. Uh, for my story, I'll go lighter today for what's your story. Okay. Um, and this is a story that comes from the show Yellowstone. The creator, yeah. Taylor Sheridan, is suing Cole Hauser, who plays Rip. Yeah, I don't think you want to do that. <laughs> if Cole Hauser channels Rip at all, yeah, this probably yeah. wouldn't be a great idea. He's suing him uh, because Cole Hauser has this new coffee that he is putting out there on the market. And Sheridan owns a ranch in Texas called the Bosque Ranch. And so... Hauser's coffee brand is free reign, but they're saying the logo is too similar. And it looks somewhat like the Yellowstone logo. It's like one letter yeah. on top of another mm -hmm. on top of another. So Taylor Sheridan is suing for trademark infringement, unfair competition, and false advertising. Okay, they're already trying to get this show, you know, wrapped up. Mm -hmm. Costner's already done. Yes, and I think, I mean, I'm not up to date on all of the latest but a lot of people were hoping that rip then would be a part of some new show going forward some sort of spinoff i don't know if you really want to sue rip <laughs> no. if you're wanting to continue that thing i don't know how that's going to work out he knows where the train station is oh buddy you mm -hmm. don't want to you don't want to get a ride to the train station take him really to the train don't. station rip yeah okay which one to get to um well joe biden flat out lied to people again yesterday and not exactly called out on that. We'll get to that in another news update straight ahead. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money the same day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to a thousand bucks. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money. Listen out, would be cray. Appointments go fast. Book yours now at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. 
I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist. Clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine Mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Might have heard this yesterday. Why you interacted with so many of your son and brother's foreign business associates? I'm not going to comment that I did not, and it's just a bunch of lies. You didn't interact with many of their business associates? I did not. There's what? lies. What's the Just lies. But, uh, yeah. Meanies. I mean, we're, we're, so we're back to that then. Never even yes. had a conversation. At first it was never had a conversation. There was a total wall. Mm-hmm. Then it was, well, there were a few conversations, but it was just about the weather. To where, well, there may have been a couple of financial transactions, but that was normal. It was for, like, uh, loan repayments, you know. And now Joe Biden just completely wiped all that away and said, never happened. <laughs> yeah. House Speaker Mike Johnson said this is just another example of Biden lying. I mean, He's been there's lying proof his, of it. Yeah, his entire life. So, yeah, this is, I mean, he should be better at it than this, though. Well, you have people running cover for him, including legacy media. Well, yeah. You know, there's no proof of any wrongdoing. There's no evidence. That's what they keep saying, which is sort of crazy, but that's what they're saying. Uh, You know, we mentioned this just briefly earlier, and it's not a surprise. Time Magazine Person of the Year is Taylor Swift. Yeah. I mean... It seems like it's a part of every conversation. I know a lot of football fans have, like, had enough. Like, can I watch a game without some mention of Taylor Swift? Yeah, you start to wonder when the backlash is going to start. It'll happen. And I just, I guess, overexposure does this. Yes. After, eventually, yes. Well, I mean, you have her fans, but for everybody else, I think the backlash is already there. Yeah, but you start to wonder when it starts to chip into some fandom and they move on to whatever's next. And... You know, it's Thursday here, and we've said this many times. You get to Thursday, following news all week, you know, you can start to look at the world in a dark sort of way. Yeah. And sometimes you need a little levity. Mm-hmm. And I saw it on David's face earlier. Like, dude. You're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know. There's a lot going on. It's like it's just, some of this stuff is really frustrating. So I wanted to play this to cheer David up because this happened a few years ago, but I don't think you've ever heard it. Somebody had the time to take a bunch of quotes from Taylor Swift interviews over time, just different quotes, Mm -hmm. and put it together into a song that would be performed in the style of Limp Bizkit. (laughs) Okay. I'm only playing this just for a laugh, for a little bit of fun, a little bit of levity. Uh, Again, 
These are actual Taylor Swift quotes put together. Roll it. Like a serial and everything's great until they leave and I'm devastated. I get crazy and obsessed and then I write songs to get revenge because I'm psychotic. I don't trust technology. I started screaming and my phone stop. I wake up and I have all these piles of dead cats all over the floor. I will have a meltdown on the show. I have double jointed elbows. So. <laughs> Okay, I mean, that it, realistically, that is the combination of the the two greatest musical acts of my generation. So t- Taylor Swift and Fred Durst. Yes. So you want more? I do want more. Yes. It's more important to be edgy and sexy and cool than anything else. <laughs> oh my God, you're irritated that I'm just being That's myself. wonderful. <laughs> that is amazing. I love it. And the Grammy goes too. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, we all needed that. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So the debate last night, we had some text going back and forth. And I know from the text, this is one of your favorite moments of the entire night, David. Well, this made me laugh out loud. So Vivek Ramaswamy went after Nikki Haley really hard, saying, yeah, you can't find, uh, what is it, Israel or the United States on a map like my three-year-old can. Also saying, like, you, you can you name three provinces in eastern Ukraine? And she kind of looked like she was a deer in the headlights and then eventually rattled off two right answers and one wrong answer on that. Yeah. Um, but instead of letting her defend him or her, letting her defend herself, Chris Christie comes in saying, all right, sit down, honey. I got this one for you. I will defend your honor. It was odd because he started yapping while Vivek was still going. And then we're now 25 minutes into this debate and he has insulted Nikki Haley's basic intelligence, not her positions, her basic intelligence. She doesn't know regions. She wouldn't be able to find something on a map that his three year old could find. Look. If you want to disagree on issues, that's fine. And Nikki and I disagree on some issues. But I'll tell you this, I've known her for 12 years, which is longer than he's even started to vote in a Republican primary. And while we disagree about some issues and we disagree about who should be president of the United States, what we don't disagree on is this is a smart, accomplished woman. And you should stop insulting so her. So I want to take this. You know. One of the reasons it's really funny to me, and this is actually pretty crafty on the part of Chris Christie, is that he both defended her, but also repeated Vivek's points without actually refuting them. That's so true. Reminding the audience, well, yeah, she can't find this on a map or whatever, but that's rude because she's not dumb. She did kind of look at him and bat some eyelashes, though, yeah. afterwards. Well,. I'm sure someone could make the sexist argument in all of this. Well, yeah. That she was capable of sticking up for herself. She doesn't need some man to step in and defend her honor. Well, it's almost like Chris Christie saying that. Because would Chris Christie do that for any dude? 
I can't imagine it. Uh, no. Because if you were a dude and he started saying, hey, Chris, I can defend myself. They would step in and say that, wouldn't they? Yeah. That was very calculated. I mean, he did it for the for the applause. He did it for the standing up for woman guy, you know. Oh, you can call you it a conspiracy or I mean, anything. You know. I'll tell you, dude, that was pre-planned. That if someone goes hard after Nikki or it gets too much, Chris, oh, yeah, don't gonna... be afraid to step in there. Right. Because you've because got nothing to lose. Because he's the other establishment right. candidate. You've got Protect nothing... the one ahead. Absolutely. Zero to lose. Everything to gain, nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah. At least that's the way I was I think watching so too. it. Yeah. But I thought he was about ready to ask her out there for a second, though. <laughs> well. By the way, would you have dinner with me afterwards? It, yeah, to your point, David, it makes her look weak. It, yeah, it really does, that, that she had to have Chris Christie come in and fight her battles for her. Yes. Yeah. At least, I don't know what your ending takeaway was. I don't think she had a very good night. No. Like, I, th- I, I think the poll numbers are going to go down after this. Maybe. I, I don't know how much real significant movement one way or the other there's going to be, honestly. Again, until no, Trump it's not going to matter in the yeah. end. I was bringing that up more for betting purposes than oh. anything, just you know, for something interesting. But we don't have to do that. No, you don't want to bet on anything. No, of who might go up or down after this, because in the end, does it really well, matter? See, that's just it, right? I mean, we're talking about four people who won't be the nominee. Neither, none of them will be. More than likely. No, I mean, I, I, barring something crazy, them actually locking Trump up. Even if so, there are yeah. plenty of people who said, I'm still voting for Trump. It doesn't matter. I'm still voting for him. And that's what has people on the left freaking out. There are people in this country, even if he's found guilty, are still going to vote for him. How can that be? It's like a cult. Ah, and they freak out. Well, because people look at it and they think it's all bull crap. All the charges. Trump's out there again today <laughs> after the gag order was on him. Yeah. <laughs> what gag order? He's right. going to go say what he's going to say. That's just, you know, part of it. Meanwhile, this story, David, I think a lot of people around the country heard at least part of it, but not the cause of it. Dude, it's crazy. There's this horrible story out of San Antonio and Austin where a guy went on a murder spree killing six people in, in the two cities. So this is uh, Shane James. He's 34 years old. The cops have now arrested him. They say he killed his parents in San Antonio, then drove to Austin and just randomly murdered four people in separate attacks. He also shot and wounded a cyclist in Austin and shot two police officers outside of a school. Uh, In January of 2022, he was charged with aggravated assault because he attacked his mother. But a liberal activist group called the Texas Organizing Project posted his bond. Wow. this is also crazy. The sheriff's office actually confronted this guy in August. He had warrants out for him because he had cut off his ankle monitor and he had been drinking, um, which he wasn't supposed to do while he was out on bond. Right. Uh, and then he was threatening. He was. They said he was naked in the home, threatening his mom and dad. Deputies left after confronting him to avoid a violent confrontation. Okay. Was that their decision at the time, or did that come from higher up? That that seems to be the standard operating procedure now, <sighs> thanks to the you know Soros DA and the left wing uh, sheriff of Bayer County, Javier Salazar. And now we don't six- want to have the violent encounter with him. Let him have that with other people later on down the line. Right, and now six people are dead. Man, uh, Bayer County Sheriff Javier Salazar got some campaign cash from the Texas Organizing Project, wouldn't you know? 
Um, he was asked if they were going to condemn the group or if he was going to condemn the group or return any of the cash. And here's what he had to say. Okay. Uh, I don't regret any support from anybody in my campaign. Uh, they didn't do anything wrong in, su in supporting me. Uh, Dylan, Dylan, to answer your question, no, there's nothing for me to, to uh, refund. Uh, again, they didn't do anything wrong in, in helping this gentleman exercise his, his right to bond. Um, so, no, there, there won't be any, anything refunded, and I don't regret anybody supporting me. I hope you don't regret no one voting for you next time around. Yeah. Seriously, man. That's disgusting. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would love, David, for you to say what you really think, but I, we'd have to have the censors on. Right. Well, it's, it's, it's flipping ridiculous that you can't just say, yeah, this left-wing activist yes. group. Uh, has been, I, I forget what the rate was, but for a while they were letting out several people every week, uh, getting them out of jail on bond, raising money for that, and it has right. tailed off or trailed off a little bit. The other thing to me is, when did that become standard operating procedure for law enforcement when you have a guy who has arrest warrants out for him, mm -hmm. he's cut off his ankle monitor, he's in the nude... Threatening yeah. family members, you get called out there and you just leave. When did Don't want that, a violent confrontation. When did that? And again, now six people are dead because okay, somebody where, has. Told where does them. the money at the top come from? Again, what do you mean? Just asking. Oh, Who you're is talking he funded about Soros. By? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So as that money filters down, I mean. He doesn't just give it because he wants, he thinks that a criminal like this guy that goes on to kill six people, you know, if he just had another chance, I just want to make sure souls are saved. That's not the point of George Soros. It's to create absolute chaos and to kill the morality within a country. So as that money flows down and you're supporting people, the people that got that money for support, you have to carry out what that guy wants and what that organization wants. And that's how it trickles down, I guess. That would be my answer to the question. That's how it happens, David. Yeah. That you, you have these people saying, well, we don't want a violent confrontation. Are you telling me that these people can be bought? That their favor could be curried? Yes. Because, right. Oh, of course. That's... Of course. And you know what? That's the thing. Not to go off on a tangent in like 10 seconds. I don't think it's always been that way. There used to be people that had a conscience. And slowly but surely, that has left. It's sad to see. All right, moving on. What is the story of the Biden campaign official to actually admitting to something? Oh, uh, well, the, the, so ahead of the GOP primary debate, mm -hmm. uh, you had a news conference uh, with a Biden campaign spokesman, Quentin Folks. He was asked how they plan to address the fact that an overwhelming majority of Americans hate the state of the economy right now. Mm -hmm. And here was the response to that. Okay, roll it. It's really important to remind the American people where they were, you know, four years ago before uh, Joe Biden took office. Um, and so while, you know, we do from, our, from the campaign try our best not to just sort of go back to the doom and gloom of COVID and all of that, it is extremely important to remind the American people how Donald Trump and the Republicans completely wrecked the economy. What is he talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> None. Well, I mean, because you have... COVID lockdowns that the left say never happened, but they did happen, which, yes, I mean, grinded the economy to a halt. Yes. But it Mental was health went down. Right. I mean, <laughs> suicides went up, but it, it was a disaster. 
if you're talking calendar year here, four years ago, actually people were really happy with the economy. Yes. In December of 2019, are you kidding me? Do you remember February 2020? The different pieces that were being written at the time by the political analysts that Trump was just going to waltz into a second term? Yeah. Like, no problem. <laughs> and then we all know what happened. Yeah. Wow. Uh, by the way, Donald Trump, nowhere on People Magazine's 25 Most Intriguing People of the Year. Not a surprise. Yeah. You would have to say it's been pretty intriguing uh, with all yeah. the indictments and everything else. Uh, no, it's Taylor Swift at number one. Um, Jeremy Allen White from The Bear at number two. What? Who? Jeremy Allen White from The Bear. I don't know. I'm counting on David for that one. It's a show that a lot of people like. Okay, there you go. The Bear? The Bear. Yeah. Mm. I don't even know if it's good, so really can't speak to it. Uh, not Halle Berry, but is it the other? Oh, ba uh, Bailey? What? Yeah. The, she's the Disney one. Yeah, the the uh, lady who played Ariel in The Little Mermaid. Yes. And then there are a lot of people totally upset with her. She's three? Number three on the list, you said? Yes. Holy cow. Yes. Um, then Ariana Maddox from Vanderpump Rules. And then Beyonce at number five. Part of the reason I bring this up is because you and I are in the same boat, Scott. I'm like head scratching. I don't know who these people are. <laughs> I mean, that's how out of touch I am. <laughs> people, Vanderpump people. Rules. Yeah. Yes, I've barely heard of that. It's a show that people like, Scott. Yeah. What people? Who people? A lot of people. Millions of people. Vanderpump Rules, huh? Yeah, okay. that's a pretty big show. And then uh, Travis Kelsey didn't make it, shockingly. But his mom did. Mom Kelsey? <laughs> yeah, Donna Kelsey. She's on the list. Yes, she's number seven for most intriguing people of the year. Just nipped by Vanderpump rules. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Pamela Anderson at number 13. Really? For what reason? I, I, I don't quite know. Okay, LeBron James has spoken about gun control. That and much more coming up. triggers are everywhere from dust mites pet dander and pollen to smog and smoke an asthma attack can strike anywhere anytime be prepared with quick acting primatine mist clinically proven to open airways quickly it's the number one fda approved asthma inhaler available over the counter primatine mist breathe easy again use as directed Hey guys, listen up. Did you know that by the time you reach middle age, 50% of men are experiencing symptoms of an enlarged prostate? These can be disruptive to sleep, energy, focus, and your social life. Having problems in the bedroom because of an enlarged prostate, Prostate HX can help. A combination of powerful nutrients that have been shown to improve the health of the prostate. If you want less trips to the bathroom, a more restful night's sleep, better energy, and hormonal support, Prostate HX is the answer. For this risk-free offer and 
free shipping. Call 800-671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. Or go to ProstateHX.com for Prostate HX today. Take advantage of this limited-time, risk-free offer and free shipping by calling 800-671-9900 for Prostate HX. Or go to ProstateHX.com. That's ProstateHX.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money the same day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to a thousand bucks. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money. Missing out would be cray. Appointments go fast. Book yours now at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So we talked about the debate last night, Republican debate um, on News Nation. And, you know, I think if you had to pick a winner, I'd probably go with DeSantis. He did much better than Nikki Haley, at least from my opinion. Well, all guns were pointed at her last night. Yes. Man, everybody went after her hard. By vague, I mean, I don't think it's going to improve his poll numbers kind of out of it, but he made it interesting in different parts. He's fun. Uh, but one of DeSantis's best moments, I thought, was when he started talking about BlackRock. Yes. And ESG, uh, because that is a huge problem that's probably not talked about enough. Vivek, he wrote a book talking about ESG and these woke corporations and BlackRock. The idea that I want to do that in Florida, they were managing our pension, part of our pension, and then when they did the ESG, I took $2 billion away from BlackRock. We took action. This ESG, they call it environment, social governance, and again, Nikki is meeting with all these people. Uh, they want to use economic power to impose a left-wing agenda on this country. They want basically to change society without having to go through the constitutional process. We've kneecapped it in the state of Florida. The next president of the United States needs to be able to go to that office on day one and end ESG. And the fact of the matter is, we know from her history, Nikki will cave to those big donors when it counts. And that is not acceptable. Okay. That was the main idea. Jeez. You know, throughout the last several years, people have asked the question, why why would Bud Light do any business with Dylan Mulvaney? It doesn't make any sense. Why would Major League Baseball, who hates Scott Robbins, move that all-star game? Yeah. Why does Coca-Cola do what they do? It doesn't make sense for their customer base. You're like, oh, it's the ESG stuff. It's the Black Rocks. They force these companies to do it because if their ESG score is not high enough, well, you may not get the funding. So you kind of got to play by their rules. And to call that out, especially after Nikki Haley had just met with Larry Fink from BlackRock. Getting that money was good. Did BlackRock freak out and issue statements today? Yeah, then the statements hey, are we're, bogus. You know, hey, we're, we don't do that. We, uh, no, we, yes, yeah, you we, do. You absolutely do. I like the way you got to them, though, right away, immediately. They're like, oh, no. Right. No, it's never called out. I, exactly. I mean, and honestly, for a place like Fox News, it's hard to call it out when you're running BlackRock ads. Yes. <laughs> All the time. Well, same right. thing with politicians. Yes, yeah, you can't call when you're them getting out. that money. It's 
So true. Sweet, sweet cash. Speaking of Fox, you know, Hannity had the town hall with Trump the other night. And it was just, you know, to me, a funny moment because it's been said many times when Trump is doing some of these events, he turns into a bit of a stand-up comedian. And he certainly had the people in Iowa laughing when Hannity asked him if he thought Biden was going to make it because of, you know, his challenges. Right. Cognitive challenges. And this is what Trump had to say. I personally don't think he makes it. Okay, I haven't said that. I'm saving it for this big town hall. I've never really, I personally don't think he makes it. I think he's in bad shape physically. Do you remember when he said, I'd like to take him behind the barn. If he took me behind the barn and I went like this, I believe he'd fall over. I believe he'd fall over. Who knows? knows? It's just like a little blowing on him. Yeah, I mean, Biden... Biden has fallen over without any prompting from any external force. So, <laughs> right. Yes, that is true. That is true. And then he goes on. But it was okay. And by the way, it was okay for him to say that. He said, I'd like to take him behind that. He could say that, and everyone thought it was so cute. If I ever said it, they'd say, he's a dictator. He's a horrible human being. You know, it's a whole double standard we have, in, not only in the law, but just about everything else, as you know very well. Um, I personally don't think he makes it physically. I watched him at the beach. He wasn't able to lift a beach chair, which is meant for children to lift. You can lift him like that. Uh, See, I had a feeling that would make you laugh out loud. It's meant for children to lift. You can't even lift (laughs) (laughs) I have not seen that video, but he painted the picture in my mind. Yes. Uh, And mentally, I would say he's possibly equally as bad and maybe worse, but... I don't know. I will say this. He's got vicious people surrounding him around that beautiful Oval Office. There are people in that Oval Office that are evil people, bad people, smart people, young, vicious. They're communists and they're bad. Who, they're, who do you think would replace him then? Uh, well, I saw one person on who I actually had a very good relationship with, but I'm sure that it would end very quickly. I saw him in your debate the other night, and he's slick, but he's got no facts. You know, he's got no facts. Um, <laughs> I just love that. No facts, which is true. Yeah. It's absolutely true. Uh, slick. I thought he did well, considering... You're talking about Gavin Newsom. Yeah, considering that he didn't have the facts, I thought he did well. You know, he said, <laughs> we have the lowest taxes in the country. We have the cleanest streets in the country. We're... And I'm saying, wait a minute, is he talking about the same place? <laughs> right, right. I can't help it, man. Oh, it just man. kills me. Oh, goodness. Okay. Other news out there. Oh, we're talking about prisoners and 16-year-old voting again? Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, this is something that is absolutely necessary now. Uh, Democrat Representative Ayanna Presley thinks that the current, or thinks that current prison inmates and 16-year-olds should be able to vote. So she's backing something called the Inclusive Democracy Act. Oh, and it's God. really about defeating Donald Trump. Of course it is. Jim Crow is not behind us when the former occupant of the White House can lead a violent insurrection and still run for president while nearly five million citizens. Can but stop with the insurrection. No. Just stop it. No, they won't do that. The worst planned insurrection in the history of the world. Could have a criminal record and not even cast a ballot. Jim Crow is not behind us. Our democracy is on the line, and the stakes could not be higher. And to me, the, the funniest part about that in, entire effort is she's saying that, yes, prisoners should be allowed to vote. 
including people who are in prison now for partaking in said quote-unquote insurrection right you so you want them to vote too you want the the skinhead with the swastika neck tattoo uh as well to vote you're fine with all of that please okay at the risk of sounding stupid i'm just gonna ask the question what does jim crow have to do with inmates and 16 year olds voting I guess you're drawing some sort of voter suppression yeah, that, par- parallel there. That uh, black men who are in prison are disenfranchised yeah. because they're black. No, they're disenfranchised because they have decided that the rules of society no longer apply to them. They got caught committing crimes. And it doesn't matter what your skin color is. This is true for everybody in prison. I mean, It's not just black people in prison. Right. But isn't that what she's sort of saying? Yes. Yeah. That sounds a little, I don't know... Racist! Just saying. Sounds a little racist to me. Do you see guys going to prisons to give speeches, to lobby for votes? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. If elected, you'll get more time in the yard if I'm president. My goodness, man, oh, man. Well, that was something else, man, that that Trump talked about with Hannity the other night um, as far as the black vote. He mentioned where he's polling right now. And with Kamala Harris saying, well, who would replace Joe? And he'd go, I guess it could be Kamala, but she's she doesn't do very well. Um, I think I still have that clip. This is interesting. Because they say if they didn't give it to her, the African-American vote, the black vote, would not go to them. And we just had a poll where I'm at 22 and 25% with the black vote. If we have that, we can pull the election over. It's true. Yeah. I don't know if Ayanna's seen all those polls. Maybe, maybe not. But it's true. Yeah. I mean, there we've heard it from a lot of different places that different well, – it's not just black conservatives. You also had that guy that was a member of Black Lives Matter on the East Coast yeah. saying, oh, I'm voting for Trump. And here's all the reasons why. You know, what – has the left done for the black community? And it's it's pretty true. Mm-hmm. I saw this, uh, just it was like a little stat, a little survey. Um, and I think you would probably agree with this, Scott, as the boomer on the show. Um, what percentage of boomers would pay more than $80 for a T-shirt? What would you guess? 27%. You're 27% off with that guess. Zero percent? It's zero percent. Oh. It would pay eighty dollars for a t shirt yeah. in this poll. Would you buy would you No, probably not eighty dollars. No. W- what is the highest you would go for a t shirt? Well the highest I've gone is thirty five, right? Forty. Forty. Okay. Forty dollars. At a concert. The other night. You would go a couple weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. Forty. Okay. Yeah, this is interesting. So thirty seven percent of people said twenty dollars. That was the most popular. You can't get a t-shirt for $20. Well, yeah, you can. I'm wearing a t-shirt right now that I got for 10 bucks. I'm wearing a long sleeve that was under 20. Oh, really? Yes, and the shirt underneath it is also under 20. Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah. You can't get one. Well, well, here's I can't remember the last t-shirt I bought for under 20 bucks. Well, That's you buy a lot of band t-shirts and, yeah. and sports Team related. Jeez, I mean, those yeah. licenses, the licensed shirts, man, they're more expensive. Yes. You're living large. You just got the plain one? Yeah, I just got a the plain, plain black t shirt. Yep. 
You got a pocket in there for the smokes? I do. Good. I have a San Antonio long sleeve. I see that. Uh, yeah. And the other one. Oh, yeah. I'm not ashamed to say it. I may be old, but I saw all the cool bands yeah. with two guitars on it. I'm that guy. From who? I just saw the shirt. Oh, oh, oh I thought it was hilarious. Guitars, okay. you should get that. Yeah, yeah. probably should. Um, but yeah, the younger you are, the more you would pay 80 bucks for a T-shirt. Now, man, say it's the most comfortable T-shirt you've ever had, and you buy it new. You know, you have those favorite old T-shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah. And somebody might want to throw it out. I'm not accusing anybody. <clears throat> You're like, no, do not throw that out. It's perfect. Yeah, but it's looking shabby, whatever, but there's a certain comfort to it. If it was that kind of shirt, how much would you pay? Would you go up to 40 for that, David? No. I'd never be able to be comfortable in it. Knowing that it was 40 bucks. Yeah. 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 I understand that. Among people 44 and younger, 6% would pay 80 bucks. Another 3% would pay $100. And 4% would pay more than $100. Wow. I mean, we know some of these people. Yeah. It's always crazy to me. Okay. A little fun there. Um, Apparently, uh, Diddy is getting fed up with all the rape allegations against him. I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah, we'll get no that kidding. And a news update straight ahead. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money the same day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to a thousand bucks. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money. Listen, I would be cray. <laughs> Appointments go fast. Book yours now at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Here's something for all you guys that haven't gotten your special someone a holiday gift yet. This Christmas, Pajamagram has your back with a deluxe gift set for her, a one-and-done luxurious present. This gift set includes the Smooth Seduction Satin Nighty and Robe, plus a free satin eye mask, all wrapped in an elegant satin keepsake bag. Yep, you heard that right. That's four gifts delivered right to your door, ready to go under the tree. Silky. Sensuous. Glides over the skin. Designed to make her feel amazing and drive you wild. Whoa, the Smooth Seduction Satin Gift Set is your ticket to a very nice winter season. Don't wait. Get it before it sells out. Go to pajamagram.com today. And get the Smooth Seduction Satin Nighty robe, eye mask, and keepsake bag. That's the Smooth Seduction Satin Gift Set at pajamagram.com. Don't worry about the lines, the traffic order the perfect gift from the comfort of your own home and don't make the mistake of getting cheap uncomfortable pajamas go to pajamagram.com today what's for dinner burgers after last week no thanks avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea gas bloating stomach pain or loose oily stools it may not be just stomach issues it could be epi or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency epi can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food but epi can be managed use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms that's identifyepi.com sponsored by abby Big Man Camp and Robin Show. Thank you very much for being here. Do appreciate it. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp, and there's Scott Robbins. 
All right, David, you have the story of this owner of a business in L.A., and he's yeah. frustrated. Well, it is a crazy uh, video, surveillance video. Guy owns a small electric and construction company, supply company. Um, he's got gates around his home. Or, I'm mm -hmm. sorry, not around his home, around his business. Well, earlier this week, it's like 5 o'clock in the morning, maybe a little before that, a Kia Soul is seen backing into the gate at a relatively high rate of speed, knocking over the gate. And then all of a sudden, like 15 to 20 dudes just like run in. Turns out, by the way, that Kia Soul was stolen from the police department impound lot. Oh, geez. So they, and they got 15 people in that Kia Soul? No, 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 no. They had other okay. people staged in the area, and then gonna, somebody... Wow, that's you know, crazy. That's a car. record. It's like yeah. a clown car. They just keep getting out one <laughs> right. after another. Then, then they just leave the car because it's stolen anyway. Who right, cares, right. you know? Yeah, um, makes sense. And uh, anyway, uh, the owner of this business did an interview with Fox LA, mm -hmm. and he has heard it with this dump. All right. Roll it. This whole strip has been broken to. Our neighbors have broken to four times. These guys just got broken to two months ago. What are we supposed to do? We're a small construction company. I voted for Karen Bass. I voted for Biden. I voted for Gavin Newsom. I'm sick of it. It's like at some point you have to give me a reason to vote for you again. Or just do our jobs, make a living, help our employees make a good living, and move on. But it's really freaking difficult to survive. Okay, man. Uh, what's your reaction to that, David? Well, to me, it's like welcome to the club, pal. Yeah. So, so wait, you it too, was Scott. Yeah. So you're so when all your neighbors are getting robbed, you'll vote for Karen Bash, you'll vote for Joe Biden, you'll vote for Gavin Newsom. But as soon as it affects you, well, now suddenly it's you're not even saying I'm not voting for them anymore. You're saying you got to you know give me a reason to keep voting for you. But you get what you vote for. There's man. part of me that's just like, hey, dude, yeah, I'm, you, I'm, yeah. I'm glad that you're turning the corner on your abject dumbassery, but. <laughs> What did you think mm -hmm. was going to happen? Exactly. It is, man. And yeah. a lot of times, I think I'll try to make the argument, some people, they only get news from a couple sources, and you're just kind of brainwashed by it. But with this guy, it does seem like you saw your neighbors getting robbed. Right. And nothing was getting done about it. Sooner or later, that's coming to you, dude. I'm going to vote for the same people over and over again, because it'll never happen to me, wow. said the uh, mayors of the sanctuary cities, too. Right. Yeah. Man, oh man, yeah, you got to have law and order. Yeah, <laughs> number one. That I, I know it's crazy. Speaking of that, man, what is going on with P Diddy? Do you see this? Another allegation. Jeez, this is the fourth sexual assault lawsuit. This time by a woman who claims she was sex trafficked and gang raped when she was seventeen in two thousand three. According to the story, Diddy is fighting back hard. Issued a statement saying, enough is enough. For the last couple weeks, I have sat silently and watched people try to assassinate my character, destroy my reputation, and my legacy. Sickening allegations have been made against me by individuals looking for a quick payday. Let me be absolutely clear. I did not do any of the awful things being alleged. I will fight for my name, my family, and for the truth. All right, what do you think of that as far as his statement? Good thing to do? Yeah, I think so. You got to come out swinging. Yeah, you got well. Yeah, because again, this is just one after another after another here. Yeah, if you didn't do it, yeah, you get out there and yeah. say this is absolutely not true. I'm going to fight it. That's pretty much it. We'll oh. see where that goes. Tom Brady also making the news. He is resenting that people 
that would think he was soft when he played and never got hit. He was just protected all the time. He was on a podcast saying, you know, everyone thinks I was a wussy out there. I took every hit and got my ass up because I never wanted a defensive player going home saying I knocked the bleep out of him, and he didn't get up, so I made sure I got up. Well, he, did he break his back one year? Well, yeah, that that one injury, he was out for the season. Yeah, he didn't get back up. No. No, he did not. Did you know he is the most sacked quarterback in the history of the NFL? I did not know that. Yeah, hmm. that is true. He he was in there for a long time. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. As we wrap up the year, we just want to sprinkle some joy your way. Wishing you a Christmas that's as merry as a kid opening up that first present under the tree. And the 2024 that loves you as much as Major League Baseball hates me. Stick around for more talk, more laughter, and maybe a few resolutions we'll try to keep. Does Robin still have that Fitbit Markley gave him? How about adding mind your own business to your resolutions, pal? From the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show to you, have a warm and wonderful Christmas Eve. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. December seventh, Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. Yeah, yeah. You were we, you you were talking to me about this earlier and how we learned about it in school every year. Every year, yeah, we went over it. And whether they still teach it or not is my, anybody's guess. I don't know. Well, as a millennial, David, I was curious. Did you learn about it like through, in grade school? Did you know people talk about Pearl Harbor every year? I don't remember it being an annual thing. I, I, I could be wrong about that. I. Maybe in elementary school. I know definitely not in high school. It was not a an annual thing. I mean, you learned about the attack but yeah. in history class, but it wasn't a something that was commemorated every single year. Well, and it was always in the news. Yeah. Every single year. Yeah. And, you know, they would play the speech uh, from Roosevelt. Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. And it, you know, went on. Yep. <laughs> I was thinking about that today and thinking about, you know, what's taught in school. Certainly not the same as it used to be. But the fact that you had people like Kamala Harris comparing January 6th. Gosh. To Pearl Harbor, who have no and 9/11. idea. Yeah, she doesn't have a clue. I mean, that was scripted. Yes, that was the message to people. It just absolutely disgusting. I remember hearing that going? You got to be kidding me! I mean, that was that was like the outrage all over the place. I remember <laughs> when Joe Rogan had heard about it. He's like, "That's not true." And then they play it for him, and he was talking about December seventh, nineteen forty-one, September eleventh, two thousand one, and January sixth, twenty twenty-one. That's insane. It's insane. Yeah. It is insane. It is insane. Yeah, and goes beyond insane. Yeah, it's disgusting. I, it is interesting to me. I now I watch. I do like you do in the morning. Sometimes you get up and you just try to watch all three. Just to see Network what's going to be covered. Things, just see you what's can't going sit on. through all of it. I didn't see anything on Pearl Harbor today. 
I didn't either. Not saying they I didn't mean, do it at some zero, point. Uh, maybe they in, did, but I didn't. I didn't see any of it. Not in the big open. Well, I saw into the advanced hour. I didn't see anything on it. So I'm again. I may be wrong. I may have missed it while I was watching somebody else's. I don't know. But holy smokes, man! It's weird how that just slides right by. Did the president do anything today? I'm guessing. I think or he probably not. will. Made or, at least some public proclamation yeah. of some kind. I have to look into that later. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to, right? I would think. I would think so, too. You know, I had a, a you know, speaking of World War II, they, but I had a great uncle, my dad's uncle, mm-hmm. my grandfather's brother, who was shot down as a pilot, was shot down in a POW during World War II. So you would hear those stories, obviously. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, had a uh, great grandfather, and then my grandma's brother would talk about that a lot. Yeah, it's really... So you'd, you know... And it was, you know, horrific stories. Yeah. But at the same time, you were glad you heard those as a kid because you had reverence for it. Yes. Yes. You know, and all of a sudden you didn't take, you know, freedom for granted. I mean, you go through periods of time, I guess, through your life where you kind of do. But as a kid, when you would hear those stories, you're like, yeah. oh, my gosh. And the men and women fought and died for this. Well, I was what much, we have right now. It's much older. And uh, I was at a party a fourth of july party with someone i barely knew but i kind of knew mm-hmm. anyway her father was a world war t he, he was in normandy wow so i sat down with this guy and we talked for like 45 minutes about his experience and what it was like and i all gotta that. ask you because i've never heard this story before yeah did you ask somebody permission to ask him about it before you did i knew it you... was okay because okay. i i had asked his daughter and she said oh sure he likes talking about it i had okay. been around people that had been yeah. in different wars and someone just brings it up and then they'll get yeah. taken aside later and say hey don't just bring that up right well the family said it <laughs> yeah, took right. a long time for yeah, this, yeah, yeah. the whole thing to happen was, but once it started to happen it really happened this is my grandpa on my mom's side was he wasn't there during the initial wave but showed up later and saw the aftermath of it and all of that mm. he never talked about his service in world war ii other than probably he, told not to yeah. ever ask yeah yeah and other than the fact that he bought a guitar that my mom still has kalamazoo uh, acoustic guitar from another soldier who needed uh five dollars uh to buy beer wow he was going out on a date with somebody and he said well you know, sure somehow trading a guitar for beer yeah seems to be right in my mind <laughs> you know it just it seems to be sad in my mind yeah. in some sort of way but hey, whatever you get it booze here's my guitar yeah wow um okay the debate last night republican debate um this was a moment because it was getting heated between vivek ramaswamy and chris christie yeah it was swinging for the fences basically it seemed like everybody was doing that chris christie decided to go after Vivek uh, Ramaswamy uh, saying Vivek is all over the map with his opinions and vision for America, which I'm not a fan necessarily of Chris Christie, but that's actually kind of true with Vivek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's fair. You go do this at every debate. You go out on the stump and you say something. All of us see it on video. We confront you out on the debate stage. You say you didn't say it, and then you back away. And I want to I'll say tell you what. Exactly no, what I I, said, Chris. I'm not I done yet. Well, this now, is. Now look. Hold this on. is not a spew. This is not a spew nonsense. This is the fourth debate. The fourth debate that you would be voted in the first 20 minutes as the most obnoxious blowhard in America. So shut up for a while. 
<laughs> Yikes. Can, can Vivek find just a few more people to seed in the audience? Because man, he gets killed at these things. Yeah, but I got to tell you, for me just watching it, I hear him get killed by the crowd, but I never think that he's getting killed, mm-hmm. actually. Like, my takeaway is not, man, he got smoked tonight. It's it's never like that. It's that he doesn't have people placed in the audience, and other people do. And there are some people that just cannot stand him. But at the same time, you know, sometimes, we're, you know, if you're watching a debate and you're looking at real reaction on social media to what people are thinking, there are a lot of conservatives that like the way Vivek goes after somebody like a Chris Christie or a Nikki Haley. Mm-hmm. Or even DeSantis. Oh, he's positions himself for a nice political career after this ends. Yes. A congressional run or a Senate run or something. Okay, you may completely disagree with this take and go right ahead. I think part of it is that deep down a lot of us can't stand politicians. And I don't mean that in a, I don't know anybody personally, they may be great people, but the whole shuck and jive routine that so many of them do it's puke worthy. And so when you got this guy that's just sniping and he's bringing up actually good points, you're like, good. I like to see that. I think that's what he appeals to. You know, I, we, you mentioned the vomit thing, and I get it. I mean, I understand it. But, you know, that works. Does it? That jibey stuff works. Hell yeah, it works. So they wouldn't keep doing it. Um, where's Jeb? Well, okay. <laughs> Jeb. People were tired of it, and there was an alternative. I get it, but, you know, I mean, the reason you do attacks and the reason you do the stuff you do is because it works. Yeah, so I'm saying the shuck and jive, and you're not just speaking like a regular person. Look at Gavin Newsom. The dude's a governor of California. I mean, there's nobody phonier than that guy. No doubt about that, but that's on the Democratic side. Yeah, well, on a national stage, I I don't think it plays well, no, but, I mean, he succeeded fairly well for himself. Well, I mean, yes. Considering there's nothing real about him. him. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's my point, that in the end, a lot of people just can't stand politicians. Maybe that's the the secret sauce of Vivek. Could be. All right, David, what's the story on a school board member? Oh, yeah, a new uh, Pennsylvania school board president was sworn into her position earlier this week with her hand on a stack of banned books. (gasps) Oh, gosh. (sighs) Her name is what actually, are the banned books? They, yeah. They're not actually banned. Her, her no, name buy them her, anywhere. Her name is actually Karen. No joke. It's, no. It's Karen Smith. Really? Yeah. Democrat reelected the school board uh, last month. Was sworn in on December fourth as the new Central Bucks school board president after a vote by the board. As she walked up to the podium to be sworn in, her husband followed her with a stack of books. So you have books like Night by Ellie Wiesel. Again, I, who's taking that out of a school library? Who's banning that or making it illegal? I'm, I'm really not sure. I don't know. Um, but one of the books was uh, Flamer, a graphic novel uh, that includes characters discussing porn, erections, Jeff and his tubin, uh, the size of Mr. Kanish. And an illustration of naked teenage boys. Why does that need to be in a school? Well, why are you why are you taking your oath of office oh, with your hand that. on that? Because that's your religion. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. Because that's what it is. And it's got no place in a public school. 
These people are unbelievable, man. Man, oh man, oh man. You know, and, and I can't remember if David, you were the first person I heard to say it, or there's other people saying, it. "Get your kid out of public school now." Yeah. If you have <laughs> it that, it rings option, in my head all it. the time. And it, honestly, not all my kids are out of school, um, in college now. But not that long ago, it was not like this. If it was, people didn't know about it. You know, at least not in the district we were in. Mm-hmm. This has gone crazy in a hurry, and it's not stopping anytime soon. Wow. Yes, I'm going to put my hand on the Flamer book, and mm-hmm. I will take my oath. Yes. Okay. You should be done that day. See you later. You cannot be anywhere around children. God. <laughs> Seriously. Well, they're pro-diddler. I mean, really all there is to it. It's hard to make the argument against that, honestly. Um, A story out of Las Vegas I'm guessing you have not heard yet. That and much more coming up right here. Here's something for all you guys that haven't gotten your special someone a holiday gift yet. This Christmas, Pajamagram has your back with a deluxe gift set for her, a one-and-done luxurious present. This gift set includes the Smooth Seduction Satin Nighty and Robe, plus a free satin eye mask, all wrapped in an elegant satin keepsake bag. Yep, you heard that right. That's four gifts delivered right to your door, ready to go under the tree. Silky. Sensuous. Glides over the skin. Designed to make her feel amazing and drive you wild. Whoa, the Smooth Seduction Satin Gift Set is your ticket to a very nice winter season. Don't wait. Get it before it sells out. Go to pajamagram.com today. And get the Smooth Seduction Satin Nighty robe, eye mask, and keepsake bag. That's the Smooth Seduction Satin Gift Set at pajamagram.com. Don't worry about the lines, the traffic. Order the perfect gift from the comfort of your own home. And don't make the mistake of getting cheap, uncomfortable pajamas. Go to pajamagram.com today. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Hey, it's Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, me, Scott Robbins, from the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show, where we turn mundane into madness. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening on the radio. But have you dared to join in the fun online? Follow us on Instagram for video and behind-the-scenes content. Hey, is that a good idea that we do that? Sure, why not? You can also yell at us on X or Twitter. It's that thing Elon Musk runs. And Facebook, because Grandma deserves a daily dose of Markley Van Camp and Robin. Yeah, stop doom-scrolling and stalking your old high school classmates. Search MVCR Show on Instagram, X, and Facebook. Because life's too short for boring radio shows.
The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Yeah. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You know, the FBI director, Christopher Ray said the other day, there's blinking lights all over the place. Yep. They've got, you know, there's a threat of terrorism in the United States. High alert. Yeah. I see this story out of Vegas, and our friends in Vegas are already aware of this, but for the rest of the country, this seems like a national story to me. Um, law enforcement officials thwarted an Islamic terrorist attack it was late last week involving a teenager who said he was targeting Zionists. 16-year-old said he was planning an attack in Vegas in furtherance to support the Islamic State Terrorist Organization, also known as ISIS. Was SWAT that served the warrant, and the suspect was taken into custody without incident. During the search of the home, police recovered numerous items to of concern to include terrorism propaganda and indications that the suspect intended to commit an act of terrorism, including instructions and components for building an explosive device. He's now been charged with a bunch of felony counts, including five counts of possession of explosive components. So during a press conference, um, officials said, this is what the screenshot of the threat said, because this kid posted this on social media. Peace be upon all brothers who see this. I am here to announce that I'll be starting lone wolf operations in Las Vegas against the enemies of Allah. I am a supporter of the Islamic State, and I'll make sure the Zionists in this city know it. And then asking people to carry on when it's over for victory. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, don't lose sight of the most important part of this, which is we need to combat Islamophobia. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm thinking to myself, okay, uh, well, the rest of the story, they you know find all this ISIS stuff. I don't know if too many people in America right now are worried about ISIS, but yeah, ISIS is still around. We talk a lot about Hamas. Um, but the suspect was described as a recent convert to Islam. Okay. My point is, it, it seems like when the FBI director is saying what he's saying, if you are a legacy media outlet, this would be a good story to let people know. But first of all, you know, great job law enforcement for catching this before anything happened. Yeah. Celebrate the wins. That's a good thing. And it also puts everyone else on alert. Remember, if you see something, say something, mm -hmm. it would be good to know this sort of story. But when it doesn't fit a certain narrative for the left, it's not going to get covered. Well, we're chasing the number one threat, and that is white supremacy. Correct. Yes. That's, the, that's what we're focused, laser focused on. Mm -hmm. That's what we're yeah. told. Uh-huh. Um, right as we were coming back, David, you were shaking your head. Is there a news update or something? Dude. <laughs> Here we go. I thought you must have saw something that ticked yeah. you off. It's happened again. What? I'm just going to read you the story from Politico. Okay. As stalled immigration negotiations imperil USAID to Ukraine, Senator John Fetterman, Democrat, Pennsylvania, is blaming not only Republicans, but also members of his own party for what he described as a reflexive political resistance to a border security deal. What? As I hope Democrats can understand that it isn't xenophobic to be concerned about the border. It's a reasonable conversation, and Democrats should engage. What is going on? It says 270,000 border encounters. He goes, honestly, it's astonishing. 
And this isn't a Fox News kind of statistic. This is the government's. You essentially have Pittsburgh showing up there at the border. <laughs> and I'm reminded of a headline from the Babylon Bee, which showed a picture yes. of John Fetterman that says, Weird, man becomes more conservative as he regains brain function. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> Yes, I was thinking of the same headline I mean, as you were telling me I this. don't know where Fetterman is. That's not him. That's a body double. It has, it has to be. To be. This guy all of a sudden is making more sense than most Republican lawmakers. Well, or maybe, I mean, he did what every leftist should do, which is, listen, go to therapy, okay? Maybe you need to do inpatient Maybe he treatment, did. Okay? This is incredible. The, the about face is unbelievable. Yes. Uh, wow, man. That's wild. That is that three in three weeks from Fetterman? That's, that's like yeah, once a week. He's, he's yeah. averaging about once a week where he says something, and I'm like, Damn it, John. I know. I know. You I, well, I still I've think you're a horrible person, but you, you yes. actually said something I agree. Dude, it's like, yeah, we should ban China from owning farmland in the U.S. Yes, of course. Should. Yes, John. Good, John. Well, here, different conservatives say we shouldn't applaud every time some crazy left winger says something we like. I think, no, you're absolutely wrong about that. We should applaud when, when there's common sense. Yes. Yeah, that's helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's probably saying that to some people that would never hear that point of view. It might make them think twice. Golly. So good for Fetterman. If that means we applaud him, then we applaud him. Heck yeah. Still not rooting for the Eagles. <laughs> this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay. Biggest story today, David. Eagles. Maybe maybe it's not a, a body double. Maybe remember that weird like growth that was on the back of his neck? No one knew what yeah. it was. Yeah. Maybe that was just... John Fetterman's inner self coming out. Like his horrible wife had just beaten him so much that he had just oh. a ball of rage growing in the back of his neck, and then it finally hatched. And then it's a person that's a real human being. Yes. That can make it's, sense of things. If somebody would have told me that at the start of last year, this would happen, I never would have believed him in a million years. No way. This guy, no way. It, I think it's good to see. Holy moly, man. All right. We got to get to a news update. And the Scott Robbins trifecta straight ahead right here. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, the millennial David Van Camp, and the sexy boomer Scott Robbins. Another news update, David Van Camp. You know, with the ongoing border crisis, we've been uh, mentioning this, not encouraging, but mentioning this, that at some point, people are going to start, you know, taking matters into their own hands in a lot of these border states. Yep. And you really don't want that. Because that gets ugly in a hurry. Yep. Yep. Bill Malugin from Fox News reports, well, what appears to be some sort of armored vehicle just arrived at the spot in Lukeville, Arizona, where mass illegal crossings have been taking place the last week. We asked Border Patrol, hey, is that yours? Is that another federal agency's? They said, no, that belongs to an independent militia. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes you will have people that will take matters into their own hands when they realize no one else will. Yes, especially the more you get to the place where you feel like you have nothing to lose. I don't advocate that or for that, but I can see it happening all over the place. 
Certainly not as far as when the I- mics are open on this show. No. <laughs> Off air, it might be something completely exactly. different. But I can't be held accountable to that because <laughs> no one else heard it but you two guys. So, you know, I'll say I never said it. <laughs> no, I mean, when you're in conversations with people, you'll hear. Oh, yeah. Like, somebody's going to do something. Exactly. It's a matter of time. Yes. Because they're looking at the people that are, are supposed to protect them yep. and keep them safe, and they're realizing they're not doing a damn thing because they don't want to. Nope. Real quick before we get to the trifecta, um, seeing this more and more people calling for the resignation, the president of the University of Pennsylvania. Yeah, we'll see how that goes, huh? Yeah. Any predictions? Do you think she's going to keep her job? I don't. I. I would think not, but then again, I don't know how any of this works. So we'll see. Okay. Well, she was. But the big one donors, of the three. Yeah. Brought before Congress. Yeah. To talk about anti-Semitism on college campuses and on her campus, and Elise Stefanik asking the questions, saying, "Hey, uh, you cannot." Denounce this? You're you're not saying this like broke the rules of what you have, and gave her multiple opportunities. Oh yeah, and in the end, the speech is not harassment. This is unacceptable, Ms. McGill. I'm going to give you one more opportunity for the world to see your answer. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's code of conduct when it comes to bullying and harassment? Yes or no? It can be harassment. The answer is yes. It can be. Yeah. Earlier in that conversation, she said be. context. What a weasel. Context matters, okay? Yeah. Well, I mean, and I, walked it back now. Yeah. And we had part of this earlier where she walks it back and saying, you know, I, I should have answered the question the right way. In that moment, I was focused on our university's longstanding policies aligned with the U.S. Constitution which say that speech alone is not punishable. I was not focused on, but I should have been. (laughs) The irrefutable fact that a call for genocide of Jewish people is a call for some of the most terrible violence human beings can perpetrate. Yeah, I just, you know, in the moment, my my focus wasn't there on actually what she was asking. So here was the rest of this walk back. It's evil, plain and simple. I want to be clear, a call for genocide of Jewish people is threatening, deeply so. It is intentionally meant to terrify a people who have been subjected to pogroms and hatred for centuries. And once our big donors let me know that, then I started to understand. It's crazy how that happens with some people. And were the victims of mass genocide in the Holocaust. In my view, it would be harassment or intimidation. Oh, okay. What you said. For decades, under multiple Penn presidents and consistent with most universities, Penn's policies have been guided by the Constitution and the law. In today's world, where we are seeing signs of hate proliferating across our campus and our world in a way not seen in years, these policies need to be clarified and evaluated. You've had weeks. Yeah, I clarified then. Again. Boy, money speaks, doesn't it? Penn must initiate a serious and careful look at our policies. Okay. And Provost Jackson and I will immediately convene a process Hmm. to do so. When can we see the result? As president, I'm committed committed. to a safe, secure, and supportive environment so all members of our community 
can thrive. Even the Jews. We can and we will get this right. So does that save her job? No. Do you think she's going to be fired? I, I don't know if she has much of a choice. I mean, if you've got big donors going, hey, we're done. I mean, if you've got some people that are st- stepping up and speaking, that was a forced deal. You had to do it. There's got to be a reason. The pressure's got to be enormous right now. The thing is, whether it was her or the other two, like the one from Harvard. Oh, neither one. None of them were any good. We know who you are. Yeah, we do. Absolutely. <laughs> see exactly who but you are. But we knew who you were before, didn't we? To an extent. Yeah. I think we would all say we were pretty surprised of what we saw on college campuses after October 7th. Yeah. Like, it was far worse than a lot of us thought it would be. But they knew the president had their back. A lot now, of these students. Yeah. yeah. The, all of them should be fired. Yeah, I it's agree. Disgusting. All right, you ready for your big three? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's roll it. Are you ready? One, One two, three. Look you. It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, the Scott Robbins trifecta. His top three of the day, helped by, well, you know, his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. Hey, buddy. You doing all right today? Good. Huh? You staying warm? Yes. Hi, it's me, Casey. You got the Christmas shopping? You want to do some Christmas shopping together this weekend? Yes. Okay, good. I'm ready. Get your list. Three. All right. I uh, know. How about that, huh? Yeah. Uh, Democrats are still clinging to the big lie that there is this massive wave of voter suppression. <laughs> this is insane. Including in Georgia, where you had record turnout, not only just in general, but... Among African Americans, yes, who the you know voter suppression yes. was supposedly targeting. And that is a recent survey that was just yeah. held by the U.S. Census Bureau, confirming that Georgia voters did, in fact, as you just mentioned, David, shatter turnout and participation rates in the 2022 midterms. <laughs> so recently, the U.S. Census Bureau published the voter registration 2022, highest in 20 years, by the way, for congressional elections. Survey also confirms that Georgia's election infrastructure is strong and finding a balance between voter accessibility and election security that promotes high turnout. Now, add all that up, Democrats uh, will say, hey, we got to give up this voter suppression thing because it's not working, right? Doesn't work. Nope. Raphael Warnock has a narrative and he's going to stick to it. Okay. He said record turnout in the midterm election, I'm going to quote him here, should not give people the false impression that there's no voter suppression in Georgia. <laughs> okay. What, what, what is it? Just what, right. How, do, how does that make any sense? voters that were climbing over barbed wire right. and under fences to vote? Is should, that what we're, should we're not supposed give to believe? People the false impression that there is no voter suppression in Georgia. So record turnout, I win, and yet there's voter suppression. Go figure. Go well, ahead, David. You're, you're trying to make this make, make sense. sense. Well, this I can is see what it. liberals do all the time, right? You hear uh, the head of Homeland Security saying the border is secure, even though we can see with our very right. eyes tens of thousands of people coming across every single day. We know mm-hmm. that, but they say it's secure. What's up is down, is left, is right, and odd. It's just insanity. So I, I guess what they're saying, and, and Stacey Abrams has tried to make this point too, that just because a lot of people showed up to vote, and successfully voted doesn't mean there isn't an effort to suppress the vote. I I guess, well, if the effort is there, then, man, Republicans in Georgia are the worst voting suppressors of all time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they, they don't, they don't know how be, to do it. You should be begging them to 
suppress more votes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's ridiculous. Wow. Now, on with the countdown. The Scott Robbins trifecta, top three of the day, up to number two. Number two, Washington Post writers are on strike today. Yeah, oh, there's, the luck. Yeah, they're striking for a fair contract. I don't know what that means, but anyway, pretending that they are holding power to account. Now, I've gone on record as saying so. This from the Washington Post. Uh, this is uh, 24 hours, no work. Stand with the people that are busting their asses to hold power to account. We need you, and you need us. Is that really what it says, or are you just... Yeah, no, no, that's what it says. Wow. That's a quote. Direct quote. They're, they're the most powerful force in Washington, and by golly, we need them. Now, the question you have to you ask yourself... You could have yourself, Chad GPT do it for a lot cheaper. And rightly so, is why do we need you? Isn't there already an abundance of, you know, liberal news sources out there? I would think so. Of course. You offer what could easily be uh, a same thing that's being offered by, like, I don't know, dozens of other news sites. We don't need you. Democracy dies in darkness. Have you heard some of the current benefits that they already have? No, no, I haven't. I haven't, I haven't more. David. No. Uh, let's see. They've got competitive men- uh, medical, dental, vision coverage, uh, company paid pension, 401k match, three weeks of vacation, and up to three weeks. Pension? Of, yeah. Yeah. Three weeks of vacation and up to three weeks of paid sick leave. Is Nine, that to start or have you been there for a while? That's where you start. Holy Pretty smokes. good deal, huh? Nine paid holidays and two personal days. This is the best paid media gig I've ever heard of. Yeah, three weeks sick pay. Get That's ready. crazy. 20 weeks paid parental leave for any new parent. 20 weeks. And that's male and female, correct? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, backup care and caregiver concierge services for your I had kids. no idea. Yeah. Is that standard in newspapers or is this just <laughs> the can't <laughs> be? Hell no. no. Uh, then, of course, you get a free post-digital subscription. Yay. Oh, boy. Gender-affirming services. Yeah. Okay. And my favorite, pet insurance. (laughs) (laughs) These people are acting like they're they're downtrodden coal miners, you know? (laughs) That's one of the best benefit packages I've heard at any game. That's quite a while. That is something. And the countdown continues. Man. Okay, the Scott Robbins trifecta, the top three of the day. And finally, one. Uh, number one, a first-term Congress uh, person is uh, sending a message to the president. Yeah, well, they're, they're decorating their offices. You know, it's a festive time of year, and everybody gets to decorate their offices <clears throat> as they see fit. A lot of people use stuff from their state to, you know, decorate their office. Okay. Others are of the more religious persuasion. Others are not. But I thought this one was kind of interesting. First-term House Republican, guy by the name of... Uh, Mike Collins, he's a Republican out of Georgia, guests now to his officer greeted with this. It's a life-size cardboard cutout of Hunter Biden holding a sign that says, let it snow. (laughs) (laughs) And underneath, there's a tree with some gifts wrapped. One of them says, to quid pro Joe from she. (laughs) It's a little wrapped gift. That's pretty funny. It's great. It is a life-size cardboard cutout. Hunter's got a stocking hat on and a, and a suit, and it says, let it snow. And there you have it. The Scott Robbins trifecta. That's funny. Well done, Scott. Right. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. 
We got to get to another news update. <laughs> Sometimes your reaction to the story is better for me than the actual story. So I think there was one of those. Yes. Uh, news update and Nimrod's in the news. Straight ahead, right here. triggers are everywhere from dust mites pet dander and pollen to smog and smoke an asthma attack can strike anywhere anytime be prepared with quick acting primatine mist clinically proven to open airways quickly it's the number one fda approved asthma inhaler available over the counter primatine mist breathe easy again use as directed I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money the same day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to a thousand bucks. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money. Listen out, would be cray. Appointments go fast. Book yours now at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wines and beers all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so, so many gifts to explore when you go, go to Total Wine and more. Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa. Price so amazingly low, low, low. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Another news update, David Van Camp. I'm kicking myself because I forgot to get this earlier. But it's from the uh, debate last night. It's Nikki Haley talking about banning TikTok and using a, a very real statistic here. For every 30 minutes that someone watches TikTok every day, they become 17% more anti-Semitic, more pro-Hamas based on doing that. We now know that 50% of adults, 18 to 25, think that Hamas was warranted in what they did with Israel. But I, I don't understand. How do you calculate the percentage of somebody's anti-Semitism? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't That's really, weird. I don't understand. I thought that was weird, too. I heard it last night. I thought, well, that's weird. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to... We're going to do a campaign against Nextdoor and say for every 30 minutes you spend on Nextdoor, you get 17% more pissed off about that neighborhood boy who keeps rolling through the stop sign at the intersection. You know? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, the I don't percentage understand. of racism. Like, well, how's that work? I know you're on TikTok. How do you feel about Hamas? I mean, that's where a lot of the pro-Bin Laden stuff was being shared. And right. Oh, yeah. It's like, sure, I, I, I understand, I guess, basically where she's coming from. And I think she just jumbled up the statistics because I, I don't know how you measure 
how much more anti-Semitic you are today as opposed to yesterday if you've been on TikTok. Like, where's that? That is a great question. It's so weird. Yeah, I saw a crazy story out of Kentucky. Yeah, people got a Christmas tree. No big deal. Um, They hired a carpet cleaner come into the house. Uh huh. There's an owl in the tree. Oh, geez. Family had no idea. Holy cow. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. Oh, here's, man. Here is the lady of the house talking about it. It's kind of wild. I was so stunned. I have three dogs. We use this room nonstop. No indication. Nothing. And the garbage cleaner, listen to where he found it. The owl was literally sitting on a lower limb here. It crawled up into the tree further. It took me several minutes to even find it. On one of the lower limbs. Those dogs are fired. Man. Just no looking around. Yeah. Holy cow, that's crazy. I've never heard of that. I mean, of course, you think about Christmas vacation and the squirrel. Squirrel jumping out of it, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. All right, time to get to Nimrods. Troll it out. Okay, roll it out. Anytime. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrods in the News on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods in the News. We start in Oklahoma. This is kind of wild. Three guys there have been arrested for stealing Dr. Pepper. (laughs) (laughs) You think that's funny? It is funny. It's the perfect crime. Right, exactly. Okay, it wasn't like bottles. They would steal pallets of Dr. Pepper syrup from a warehouse. Oh, make their own, huh, when they got home? No. It was in the five-gallon bags within boxes, and then they would sell them to a place like like a gas station that has the big gulp. Oh, yeah, yeah. So a total inside job. The thieves, they had the same plan, just sell the pallets to a gas station for less than the original price and then pocket the money. Two of the dudes used to work at Dr. Pepper. Oh, wow. They've been busted now. Crazy. That's Nimrods in the News.